You're listening to the official podcast of Asbury University, produced by students with God-honoring conversations that inform, edify, and encourage. This is Asbury. We explore culture and current topics through a Christian worldview, promoting a well-balanced life, and we empower our community to belong, become, and be set apart. I'm your host, Abby Lobb. Welcome to This is Asbury. I'm joined in the studio today with Maddie Anderson. Welcome, Maddie. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners, Maddie, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and kind of what you're doing. I'm originally from Jersey, and I moved for Asbury, which I graduated this past year. Now I'm a grad assistant in strategic communications while getting my master's in communication. And alongside that, I own my own freelance writing business, and I'm also about to be a published uh, author with my poetry book coming out soon. That's amazing. And then you also work part-time, you're studying, you're, you're doing all those things for us, you're helping a lot with the podcast. I, I love it because today just so happens to be my 40th birthday. Woo-hoo. And you know, when you hit those milestone birthdays, you sort of think about your life and reflect on the trajectory that you've been on and where God has taken you and all the mistakes you've made and all the things that have been wins. It's always a combination of the two. Yes. It's never a straight path. It's a very bumpy, curvy path. So what I want to talk about today, Maddie, and the reason we have this topic is you're, you're pursuing a freelance career. You've already started your own business doing you know media and PR and all the things that I did for many years before I came to Asbury. I just love that you are pursuing that kind of a career because it is so amazing. And I love that you can give a little insight into what it's like to be a creative entrepreneur in 2023 and kind of your goals and maybe what parents or professors or incoming students or current students, kind of what they can expect and what they can pursue. Because thankfully, now people are aware of the wide range of career paths that you Mm -hmm. can take. You don't have to go into that eight to five job right out of college. Like the world is your oyster. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I get very antsy in the eight to five. Like I just need to, I need to be sporadic, Mm -hmm. spontaneous Mm -hmm. kind of. So it's nice Mm -hmm. with freelancing. Yeah. So I want to talk about that a little bit with you because that, that was the path that God had me on for about 11 or 12 years before I came to Asbury. So I love that you're getting ready to step into that. I want to talk about that a little bit today for listeners again. So maybe if they have a student in their life or a child who is like, the corporate world is not for me. What do I do? Yes. (laughs) Let's give them some advice and some inspiration. And I just love it. I can kind of see myself in your path that you're taking now, you know, so yeah. it's just really, really you cool also to see that. See yourself in all my thrifted clothes yes. I wear to the office. That's right. <laughs> like, I had that in 10th grade, Maddie. <laughs> so briefly describe, Maddie, what you are trying to do now and when you graduate with your master's. What what kind of career are you hoping to set up for yourself? Yeah. So freelancing kind of started out on a whim with me. I never really asked to go into freelancing. I more so had people approaching me. It's kind of a knee-jerk reaction to a lot of people just wanting writing from me, and I've found a lot of different avenues in what I love in that. So I'm hoping with my master's alongside to continue on and maybe go into major corporation, PR, marketing, blogging, any kind of freelance writing where I'm not a part of the entity, 
but I'm also writing for them. But I'm also hoping to become a professor as well and oh, teach. Oh, great. So fun. freelancing on the side, probably professor is like a main job. Have you found that kind of entry to a freelance career to be pretty easy? I mean, did you have to seek out clients? Easy answer, it's brutal, but I don't want to scare people away because it's very rewarding. Yeah. So freelance is very synonymous with like upkeep. Like you always have to be on your game. You always have to recognize that you have something that people want. You're offering something that they need and you are going to be questioning yourself throughout the whole process. Mm. Like I was telling you briefly before, I remember I was in a mall somewhere and my first client asked me for an invoice and <laughs> I freaked out and almost started crying in public because <laughs> I had no idea what an invoice was. I was like, I'm in over my head. So it's just a constant thing of learning. You just have to keep learning and eventually realize that you're you're capable of learning constantly and you're going to feel stupid but it's fun it is fun but you have to look for your clients or your clients come to you it's a very network based business mm -hmm. well i'm glad you learned how to make an invoice because <laughs> Now you can eat. <laughs> Thank God, yes. <laughs> it's challenging when you are not on the clock full-time for someone else and getting paid a salary. It's also really exciting and rewarding because that means that you don't have to be in an office from 8 to 5 every day. And I think for Gen Z especially, I remember when we were setting up this podcast, it was you and four other students, and three of the four of you said you wanted to start your own business or freelance when you graduated. And I just found that really interesting. No one was looking for a job at a company. You all wanted yeah. to start your own companies and be in charge of your own schedule. I think that's very unique to your generation. Is that something that you found among your peers? Yeah, I would say my generation is, and I use the word individualistic, but in this way, not with a negative connotation. Mm -hmm. I think we all want that personalized schedule, personalized work. So when we start our own business, we don't have to work for the man. Um, <laughs> we don't have to stay after or be the first one to show up, last one to leave type of thing. You get up, you keep on your pajamas, and then you go to work on your laptop. And I think it's a manageable, nice life, but it also provides those benefits that also come with a normal nine to five job. And this generation is realizing that, mm -hmm. that it's it's very possible. Yeah. And some of that's technology. I remember my first roles when I was your age out of college, you know, I did go and work for somebody else for a few years. For me, I, I think I needed that, but I didn't have a laptop. I couldn't just go, you know, that was before everyone had iPhones and laptops. So it's definitely possible now, which is great. But also that comes with its own set of challenges, things like 401k and health insurance yes. and all of these kind of non-glamorous aspects of freelancing. What is your thought about that side of it? Have you have you explored those options for yourself yet? Or, you know, you're still in school, so maybe you haven't needed yes. to yet. I've looked into it briefly, and I know that with freelancing, you can ask for insurance as an independent, and you can go through that avenue, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I think you would know more than me yeah. about that kind of stuff, so what do you have to say yeah. on that? I think a lot of people, if they really, if they looked at their paycheck, and it just depends on where they work, you know, that you'd be surprised by how much is actually taken out of your paycheck for your health insurance, even though your employer is paying for a lot of it. It, it, it truly just depends on where you work, what 
what what kind of provider they have. There are, especially for someone who's young and thankfully healthy, there are many options out there, independent ways to get your health insurance that I had utilized. It's one of those things where if a student is saying they want to freelance right mm-hmm. out of college and their parents kind of counter that right. with uh, where are the benefits, there are benefits. There are it's benefits. very possible. Yes, there are benefits. And there are also many alternatives to a traditional 401k. There's lots of other ways to invest your money where you can get a return on that investment. I love that you know people are recognizing there are other ways to go about doing this, yeah. especially if it's a creative person in your life and they just don't fit that mold necessarily. Yeah. yeah, and I've talked about this with so many people. There are so many students at Asbury who are in freelance culture and they don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who are doing like special occasion photo mm-hmm. shoots or writing for the Collegian newspaper mm-hmm. and getting paid mm-hmm. or running their friends' social media mm-hmm. at times for free. And mm-hmm. it's like you're doing the craft. Like mm-hmm. just just work up your brand mm-hmm. and start a business, figure out what you want to do with it, mm-hmm. and then take it farther. Yeah, understand how to monetize it. Yes. And that takes some business savvy, and that's something that I appreciate about Asbury is you can get into some of these classes while you're a student here, yeah. and, and we encourage students to do that. You know, if yeah. you are an art student or if you're a journalism student, you know, take some business classes and understand how to make money off of your craft. Yeah. And I probably throughout the course of your college career, like you said, you were already doing these things. You were already freelancing. I was. Yeah, I was pretty much writing for other companies like my junior year of Mm -hmm. college, just on the side, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever I could Mm -hmm. take with my schedule. And then gradually it built up to where I had probably five clients at one time. Mm -hmm. And so it was very doable once Mm -hmm. that happened. And the revenue, I mean, obviously I can't pay for a Manhattan (laughs) apartment or whatever right now with freelancing. It's okay. You don't want a Manhattan apartment. No, I tiny. don't. No, I don't. <laughs> so it's a long game freelancing yeah. is, mm-hmm. but it's rewarding and you can gradually see yourself kind of moving up the ranks mm-hmm. and establishing a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. So your undergrad degree is in journalism yes. right? and master's in communication. So what do you see yourself teaching in the future? Oh my gosh. Writing and journalism type yes, of classes? Yeah. I would love to teach mm-hmm. writing journalism. I'm going for my MFA in poetry mm-hmm. after my master's in communication. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to teach maybe poetry, creative writing, any any of the writing areas. Mm-hmm. But I would branch into communication eventually. Mm-hmm. Do you think that freelance culture, this is shifting gears a little bit, mm-hmm. freelance culture, do you think it hurts or helps traditional business culture? I think there are so many people quiet quitting now. Mm. I think freelancing helps because finally people are on their own time Mm. and doing what they at least perceive that they want to do. So with that passion, it's going to translate into a greater work ethic. I think that's absolutely true. I mean, to to freelance successfully, you need to be good. (laughs) And so if you do go back to full-time job someplace, you're going to have those skills. Whereas if you're working for someone else, well, sure, you have to be good to keep your job, but it's not like mission critical, keep food on the table necessarily, you know. So I think it's a great way to really get good at your skill, whatever it is, whether it's making music or writing or anything, fill in the blank. There there are doctors I know even who are using air quotes, freelance yeah. They're, they're doing private practice. They're completely on their own. They're doing telehealth. And so in a way, you could say they're freelancing and they're, they're physicians. So I think they're really good at it. They're not working.
working for a corporation, a hospital, like, you know, large healthcare provider. They're just doing private practice telehealth medicine. Wow. So you could say they're freelancing and it's because they're really good and they have mm-hmm. patients who trust them. It's the same with writing. Can I ask you yeah, a question? Of course. Yep. So I'm in the start of my journey mm-hmm. and you're still like mid journey. Mm-hmm. You've started it before. How have you seen the freelancing culture shift from when you first started in it? I think it was it was harder at first. I think it's definitely just more accepted. I think a lot of organizations realize they can get the same, if not better, level of work by using a freelancer or a contractor. I think just generally there's a, a better understanding in, in culture at large of freelance. If you looked at Gen Gen X, I think they were what you refer to as latchkey kids. You know, mm. they both parents were working. They, they came home to an empty house, you know, and now as a parent, it's like, well, I can be present for my children and my spouse and still work. I don't have to necessarily choose. Of course, there are some hard choices with that. It's not like all rainbows and butterflies, but I think it's so much more accepted. People are more open, and I think that has reflected in the 8 to 5 world. I think people are like, you know what? It's going to be okay if you leave at 3 o'clock to go take your kid to the doctor. It's so interesting when you say that because I think about my parents and like their mindset towards the eight to five where Mm -hmm. if they have an appointment or something they're Mm -hmm. very like headstrong about not missing Mm -hmm. work to get that appointment Mm -hmm. but then for me now I don't like missing work but I know I have that flexibility so I'm like okay if I need to schedule an appointment at 9 a.m I'll do that and then I'll just make up my hours later it's like this structure that Mm -hmm. is like broken down Mm -hmm. through the generations and there's some careers that you simply can't do that if you're a nurse who's on a shift you can't You can't just leave, you know, (laughs) but I think that's a consideration you have to make when you're choosing your career. And, you know, God God has gifted all of us with different things. And Mm -hmm. I would be a terrible nurse. So there's obviously me too. too. (laughs) I would pass out half the time. I would probably not be very good at that. So (laughs) thankfully, that's not what I'm doing. But if you are considering freelancing, you do have to take a hard look at what your career choice is. You might not make as much money at first as the person who is going into a field where you do have to be there all day. But, you know, that's the trade-off. For me, I was always willing to sacrifice that high, high corporate salary. Like, for me, that didn't matter. For me, I wanted to have a flexible schedule to be able to raise my children and this is going to sound selfish, but do what I wanted to do. Work when I could work and when I wanted to work because that was a priority for me. Yeah, and you say, like, do what I want to do, but if you're a family person Mm -hmm. and you want to be involved in Mm -hmm. your kid's life, Mm -hmm. like, that's not selfish at all. Exactly. Maddie, how would you encourage a student or maybe a parent of a student to consider a freelancing career? What would you say to them in closing? If you're not lining up with anything that you're studying. I remember when I was a student, I went through so many different (laughs) majors, minors, and I was like, I just don't know if I like any Mm -hmm. of this. So if you're a student and you have that, not lack of confidence, but lack of assurity, I would say that this is a very real possibility that you could do in your future. So just relax and and look into freelancing. Yeah. But what would you say? I agree. It definitely lets you dabble in yes. <laughs> some different things. You know, I remember when I was freelancing, I was like, well, maybe I want to learn about 
this aspect of marketing or communications. And so, you know, I'd take on a client for a year. Maybe we have a year-long contract. And it was like, well, okay, if I love this, great. I'll, I'll sign another one. If not, then, okay, I'm going to not renew this contract. So I think it really does give you a lot of really cool flexibility in your career. And it gives you a chance to explore so many different areas of, of the world that you may not have necessarily explored if you were working in a traditional eight to five setting. So I love that it does allow for that customization and that exploration, you know, figuring out where, truly figuring out where God has gifted you. And it just takes hard work. But that's the other thing I love about it is it does force you to work hard. Even if you do end up going back to work full time, you're going to have this whole new set of of ways to self-motivate. And I think you're going to become a better employee as a result if you do end up working someplace else. Well, thanks for joining me on my birthday. Yeah, Maddie. no problem. Happy everyone. Let's sing happy birthday. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of This Is Asbury. To learn more about Asbury University, visit asbury.edu.